Hello, everybody, and welcome to this next installment of The Shortcut. So this is a special episode because I came across a post on Facebook, which was by Michael Graham Smith that read, NSA, we reminded daily that revolutionaries don't magically morph into good administrators. Fork, can we eject this lot and install a functioning government already? And uh, my response to this was, uh, let me just see, it says, the beast is what the beast is. Expecting this government to help us is going to create disappointment. We should be focusing on creating a separate system to the current one, because when it falls, and it will, we will need a new spine to support ourselves. So if you have been following any of my posts, you'll understand that what I am pushing for more than anything is a change in the education system. Um, and as I've mentioned and alluded to before, that over the course of time, I'm going to demonstrate a new style of education that will ultimately end up solving a lot of our problems. And to kind of answer the question about which Michael Graham Smith posed to me, which was, how do you think, how do we do that while we're obliged to pay taxes to this government? I don't think libertarian solutions ever really work. Well, the key is this, right? I mean, we, we, if, we're, if we project ourselves into the future on the current path that we're on, it's not difficult to see that everything is going to fall down, okay? It's, it's just, it's inevitable almost, you know, unless something drastic really changes in this country. But the only way something drastic is going to change is if we stop looking to the government and expecting them to change something. Yes, we're obliged to pay taxes. Yes, we're obliged to pay rates, et cetera, et cetera. But is there a way that we can get away from doing that, where we can start to essentially create a separate type of system, okay, which doesn't rely on the government for anything and which we can ultimately land up supporting ourselves and ultimately in time supporting the, the community? Because if it gets to the point where, as we're expecting it to, where we become another broke African country, where we can't pay back the money that we're owed, where China comes in and starts to seize assets, we are going to definitely need something different. And one of the key areas that we've got to look at is going to be the food situation. Because if we can't afford to bring food and we're going to land up with masses of people that are going to be starving. Uh, coupled with that, okay, is obviously the idea that, you know, the government is still going to be pushing us to, to, to pay taxes, et cetera, et cetera. So, the idea that I have really forms around a, a new type of schooling system. And this new type of schooling system essentially is designed to create entrepreneurs. Okay. So if you can imagine, I'm going to paint a little picture here. So you can imagine right now, what we do right now is we get a piece of land just on the outside of a city. Okay. And on that piece of land, we start a school. It's not a school like any other school. It's a school that is preparing children for the future, for the inevitable possible I say inevitable, but I mean, anything is possible, but more than likely the collapse of, of what is going to be our economy and our country. So essentially going out and going, okay, what will this country need to repair itself? What is this country going to need to, to heal itself? And one of the things we're going to need is we're going to need producers. We're going to need innovators and we're going to need creators. And, and therefore we need a type of education system that is going to promote that. And if we can have an education system, which promotes free thinking and allows children to express themselves and become the greatest version of, of themselves, while at the same time, putting it into their world that they have to take responsibility because the generation that came before us, which is us, have fucked it up properly. You know what I mean? We voted for this government. We've allowed everything to happen. And now we sit with the mess. And the reality of it is, is that we can't expect a government, which but for, for all intents and purposes, we know that they are sociopaths. We know what they're about. They're not going to help us. They're only there to help themselves. So we have to help ourselves. And part of that means helping not just ourselves, but collaborating with local communities and getting everybody on board and moving in the same direction. And it starts with education. So imagine a school, for instance, where there aren't classrooms, there are learning areas. And these learning areas, all right, essentially have 
different types of equipment in them. And these learning areas have facilitators in them. And these learning areas then offer the children the opportunity to do, to learn about social media or computers or programming or music or uh, woodworking or, you know, um, you know, metalworking or, you know, electrical stuff. And so what happens is we encourage the children to start expressing themselves creatively. And as they learn to express themselves through creativity, they start to develop a set of skills. And this set of skills, then we start to we start to push and start to say, listen, OK, so what is it going to take to monetize these skills? What is it going to take to turn this into to money? And it doesn't necessarily have to be money because we may start with one school where we're having to receive money. But if we can create a network of this type of schooling system throughout the country, we no longer have to trade in money. We can trade in assets. We can barter. You know, we can create our own digital currency. Even you know, we can we can move some. We can go off the we can go off the current system and onto the blockchain and actually create our own system, a system which cannot be traced and a system which then becomes our own internal monetary system. Okay, and so what happens is within this community now, the community builds around this particular school where the school is entrepreneurship. The school is starting to. To develop products, the school has started to develop skills, and so what happens is we develop a, a community which then starts to become self-sustained. So, in other words, part of what we're doing with the school, and 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 especially what will happen in the beginning, is the development of the building. So, in other words, we're going to build an infrastructure, and we ask the kids, and this is part of their learning, and this is how they develop into entrepreneurs and creators and innovators. Is we ask them to do it. What does the school require? What is this community going to going to need? And so once you have that in their world and they start to build small off the grid cabins that don't need to be approved by any housing board. So in other words, something on stilts where we can build small homes, where we can put up, where we can put up, um, you know, um, uh, solar power, where we can create wind generation, where we can essentially start to go off the grid. Okay, and by going off the grid, then we no longer rely on a government. So now we, if we can start to create our own monetary system and we create our own energy, what do we really, really, what do we need the government for? Okay, so in these systems, it means that because we've, what we've learned from COVID is that people can live remotely and run their businesses. So people can come into these communities, which are just outside of towns and live in these communities, be off the grid, you know, not have to pay rates, not have to pay taxes because there's only one property and nothing really is. There's no there's no physical structures that have been built. And so what happens is there's nothing that can be taxed. And so what happens is the, these small these communities of small homes built in and around a central hub of entrepreneurship, of development, where the kids are starting to lean on each other and where there is a massive amount of production that starts to take place, where we are starting to build a community essentially from scratch using the money that is coming in from the school and to use that initial funding to actually start to create. From there, we're able to start to pull people in from outside communities that are all, that, we, that also move through this, essentially a type of apprenticeship system, whereby the kids are taking other kids who are disadvantaged or from poorer areas and bringing them into that schooling system and teaching them as well so that we start getting local community children also um, involved with entrepreneurship, and then they can start to build their own communities around that. So these kids are going to come in, they're going to learn a different way of thinking, a different way of being. And so what happens is these communities then start to develop. And so what happens is with time, as we've created one, then we're able to duplicate that because it doesn't cost much money. We just need a piece of land, which anybody can donate or a, as a collective we can buy. And then we start a school. And then based on that, from that school, then we can start to create the entrepreneurship that will that will start to float and create and create product and we can produce because the reality of it is, is that if a country is going to make more money, if you are going to make more money, you need to be productive. Okay. And what better way to be productive than to actually make things. Okay, so we can start to make things and we can start to trade with these other these other smaller communities. And as time goes on, as people start to see the merit in this, we can start to build more and more and more of these little communities. 
which are off the grid, which essentially have where essentially there is bartering, there is no there is no um, there is no actual trade of physical money. So as I said, there can be there are different ways of finding a form of currency. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, we can go back to the old school because there's a lot to be said for the old school. The old school wasn't as as controlled by this particular system. You know, we are really, we are in a way, we are victim to what is going on with this current government, but it doesn't have to be that way because we can take the initiative and move ourselves out where we don't rely on them anymore. Okay. And when we are no longer sponsoring or or essentially, yeah, sponsoring or supporting what we what is currently a system that is failing. I think personally, I think we need to let the system fail. But before we do that, if we can create something where we've got a spine, where we've got these communities, you know what I mean, whether it's 20 or 30 or 50, ideally hundreds of these communities all around South Africa, off the grid, so that when this current system falls, which it should do because we need it to fall, then this can become the, the new spine. You know, so, and the question becomes, you know, do we really need a government in this respect? And if we do, you know, what will it look like? What do we actually want the government, what, what would we want it to look like? You know, if we create, if we get the power back, Okay, through doing this kind of through doing this kind of exercise, where we were able to spread ourselves out and around and create a different system that's off the grid with our own set of currency, and ultimately we can start to we can start to place a pressure on the government. Yes, and I know there are there are there are possibilities where you might say, okay, well they might come in and, and try to do this or try to do that, but you know, again, those are things that may or may not happen. And it's an obviously it's an idealistic way of thinking, but there is definitely some merit to this. You know, we, one only has to look at communities where there are people that are doing this kind of thing, you know, to realize that those people are very happy. Those people are very content and they don't rely on anything from outside. You know, the Amish is a great example. And I'm not saying we need to go Amish because we don't have to. You know, there is still there is a tremendous amount of infrastructure that is in place for us to get, you know, to get Wi-Fi and to and to and to run businesses and to still run computers and, you know, and still to be mainstream. But just in our own way, where we are able to control exactly what is happening. So obviously, this is something worth discussing, and it'd be great to have somebody here to debate it with. And I welcome any comments or suggestions. Um, but for now, I think this is just something to stew about. You know, it, what, I, what I do know is that we can't make statements about what is going on. We can't have this point of view that that somebody else has to take care of it. We need to take care of it. And maybe this is, maybe my ideas are not exactly the truth. Maybe they don't feel light to you. But it, for me, it's a, it's, it's a starting point. And, and if you can just listen to this and absorb this information rather than being critical and go and say, oh, that'll never work. Ask yourself, what would work about this idea? What can, what can we do? What makes sense now? Because we know that the education system needs to change. We know that the education needs to adapt, okay, to what is going on. We know that this, we know that economically we need to find a way of adapting. We know that we need to become more. We need, we need to become producers again. We need to we need to bring back the apprenticeship system because we seem to have lost that. And without apprenticeship, there cannot be production. Because how do we train the next generation and the skills that came before it? What happens when those skills die out? We're going to be even more broke than what we what we were before. And this is what we see all through Africa and in poor countries. There is no passing on of the flame for the skills that existed. In South Africa, we have the opposite. We've got a brain drain where people that do have knowledge, where people that do have skills are leaving. And they're leaving a void where there, where, where there is a... And, and the thing about the void, though, is that it's an opportunity. A lot of people look at it and, go, and start to criticize it and throw their hands up and, you know, and, and judge it. But that's not what it is. If we look at what is happening right now, there is an incredible opportunity for us to do something as a country which has never been done anywhere else in the world. And that is to take back our country and to build it and to run it ourselves from these smaller communities 
all which have a, you know which have a collective how we exactly a system of, of government, a system of governments, how, how, how a power system would work within that. I'm not sure yet, but I do know that we, we need to adapt to what is going on. And I do know that if we can move ourselves off the grid and, you know, and, and essentially start to, yeah, essentially start to, to place a pressure on the government by, by keeping our money internally, internally within the units that we decide and we're, you know, in, in within units that where we have the choice as to how we're going to spend the money, how we're going to, what are we going to do with the money? I think that serves us much better than giving it to a higher entity where we know that there is corruption, where we know there is a disaster, where we're paying back for the sins of the of, of previous generations that have looted and robbed us and pillaged us, and we need to do something differently. So, guys, I welcome all of your 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 suggestions. Um, as I say, I would love to have you know somebody here that could actually have a discussion with me about this. But let's have a look at this. Um, I hope this helps. Ciao.